Yo, 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 happy college football Saturday. Um, <laughs> you're listening to the, uh, the NS9 postgame show, a.k.a. the hodgepod of nothingness. I'm your host tonight, Jim Rosati, Northside Notch. With me is Tyler. Tyler, what's going on? I lost every bet I placed today, basically. Um, and then... Yeah, I don't even want to talk about... How my- like, college football just wasn't good for me today. Yeah, I don't want to talk I was about actually looking forward to turning the game on, the Pirates game on, because it was just a break. Yeah. And you know what? It was it was a relatively well played game. So I mean, let's just kind of get right to it. A uh, lot of a lot of stuff happening today. Uh first really loaded slate of college football games, but uh um but no, Pirates 735 game uh against the Cardinals are coming off an 8 to 2 victory last night. Um they were in control of this game, I feel like, for the better part of it. Um, but the Cardinals' firepower just ended up being too much, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, they ended up winning 7-5, to five, thanks in large part to a three-run ninth inning um, to put them ahead. Uh, and then also, you know, friggin' Albert Pujols. You know, doing his thing. He had three hits today, including his 696th career home run, uh, which ties him with a Rod for uh, for fourth overall. So, uh, a lot of stuff happening, but a lot of good stuff happening on the Pirates too. I mean, O'Neill Cruz had a great game, two more hits, home run. The rookies shined today offensively for the Pirates. Brew Baker was okay. Bullpen though was the issue. Uh, they just weren't able to 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 withstand the the Cardinals' offense. So. Uh, what, how, you know, where do you want to start tonight? I think we just get the slightly bad out of the way and go with Brubaker. Okay. Um, you mentioned that he had an okay outing. It's one of those outings that I think on a competitive team, he's not sent back out there because he had been a little bit shaky all day, mm-hmm. but on a team that's 40 games under 500 in September, Sending him out there is not that big of a deal, especially with the bullpen issues that once again popped up tonight. It's a learning. I mean, it's a learning experience for him, but it's also on a competitive team on no planet. I would rip Shelton right now. If this is a team that's 30 games over 500 and send him out there like in a pennant race, because he did not look that good tonight. If they send him back out there for that last inning. I would be up Shelton's butt. No, I mean, it's an understandable, understandable take there. He went, you know, four scoreless to start the game. Uh, he gave up the first run in the fifth. Uh, so, you know, if you were to just say, you know what, JT, good job. Five innings, one run. You did your, did your job. We're going to, you know, we're going to put things over the bullpen here. And we had a competent bullpen, you know, then, then yeah, I'd be fine with that. In the, in the Pirates case, they really kind of needed one more inning out of them. Um, I mean, this bullpen is 
just terrible right now. And, and like if if they were to have taken him out there in the fifth, I don't know who you're gonna string together for good relief innings. So um yeah, I mean I, I get the I get Shelton's decision to put him back out there for the sixth. And you know, he does give up the two run homer to Pujols to tie things up in, in that inning. Um, but you know, still a three three ball game after six. It's a quote unquote quality start, right? Um, so it was fine. You know, like, I mean, if JT Rubaker is going to give us six innings, three runs every single time, I will, I will take that all day. Um, Absolutely. It's more that it's just the position the Pirates are in right now. I'm fine with sending them out there for the sixth. Yeah. Just in a different situation. It's not what I want to see because he had, he gave up a lot of loud contact. He wasn't very sharp tonight, but. It's also kind of encouraging that he did go six innings, three runs without really his best stuff, even though he did look – his stuff was sharp early, just a lot of stuff middle. A lot of movement, but just no command. Yeah. And, I mean, I, like I said, I, I, this is – this I'll take this from Brubaker all day. He went up against Jack Flaherty, who isn't who he used to be, right? Like, let's, let's be real here. But went right up against Jack Flaherty and – um you know, it was a tie game when 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 he left. So, I, I'm I'm good with that. Um, I really thought you know the Pirates were were going to take this one. Uh, you know, at three three in the seventh, St. Louis brings in their their lefty reliever JoJo Romero to face O'Neill Cruz in the seventh. And uh, man, just a great at bat by Cruz. It was with two strikes. Um, really good at bats by Cruz all night long. Um, yeah. But in particular, this at bat against the lefty reliever, um, two strikes, another home run. Like the dude's on fire. It's his 14th homer of the year. His comfort level since being permanently put into this leadoff spot, it's night and day from what we saw earlier uh, this season from him. And like it just he just gets more and more and more comfortable. Every time he steps in the batter's box, uh, I mean, he's up there right now. He's got a seven seven forty nine OPS now, well over well over league average. I don't know what his exact stats since moving to the leadoff position. Donardo keeps track of all that stuff. Very good in like a notepad, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, he's been great. He's been absolutely yeah. great. Um, he's he's everything you would want him to be, uh, and it's it's so refreshing and so fun to watch him just finally be comfortable up there uh, and and really controlling at bats and doing what he wants. Yeah. And I'm, I don't want to get into the negative and rehash the, what we've already gone over, but I think McHenry did a really good job of explaining a lot of the stuff going on with him during the game. He, he really is quiet with that lower half right now. Mm-hmm. And you watch him lay off a lot of breaking balls, a lot more than we saw. We're watching him be able to extend to those breaking balls that are just out of the zone. He's attacking more early in counts. We're not seeing as many two strike at bats from him. He just looks really good right now, and I'm hoping it's not a hot streak. I'm hoping this is just kind of the beginning. Yeah. Obviously, he's not going to hit at this level for his career. That'd be like that would that be like Barry Bonds. Yeah, but. 
the way he's if he can if he's found something right now, it's very, very encouraging as Hearts fan. Yeah. And 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 like I said, it just looks he just looks so much more comfortable in that batter's box. Like yeah. he's not swinging at pitches way out of the zone. He's getting into better counts. When he is getting to two strikes, like he he's laying off close pitches and he's he's swinging at strike. Like he just he, I said, the comfortable is the best word I can use to describe it, and that he just like he he really he looks like he knows what he's doing up there now. He's got a plan. He's sticking to it and he's executing it. Yeah, it's sort of what happens when you leave him in one spot, but not just at the plate. I thought he looked really comfortable at short tonight. Mm-hmm. We didn't see as much, you know, pitter patter, no stutters. No clutch. He he just looked really smooth all around the night. Yeah. No, it was just I mean it was it was a great game by him. Um it's been a great two weeks now, you know, for for him. Uh I mean he's with how with how much difficulty he had um adjusting to major league pitching when he first came up, like we obviously saw all the signs and the tools, they were there, right? It was just a matter of putting it all together. Um, and, and he's erased all that now, like all those struggles that he had prior to the year, they're, they're gone. Now, uh, you look at his numbers and they're, he's, he's now a better than league average hitter. Um, just based off of what he's done these last two weeks, he's climbed his way out of that hole. Like he has the second best OPS on the team. Yep. And he was absolutely awful for a month. Yeah. And he's only he's been up for two months, month and a half. Two and a half months now. Is it two and a half months now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's second best OPS on the team. He was bad for mm. probably close to two months. Yeah. That's yeah. how good that's how good he was during his bad stretch as well. Right. Like when, when he was bad, he was still pretty good. Right. Yeah. Like not pretty. I mean, he was a little bit below league average when he was bad. Yeah. But the power was still there. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're just seeing it all kind of slightly puzzled together. Yep. Now it's, it's, it's really nice to see. It was a really good day for all the rookies today too. So like, so the, the two hits for Cruz, he also drew a walk. Um, one of those hits was a Homer Rodolfo Castro homered to, to lead things off really in the first inning. So third, third at bat of the game, Castro home run. His uh, seventh of the year, so he got things going for the Pirates uh, offensively. Um, Jack Sawinski with another uh, home run, so three homers by by Sawinski, Castro, Cruz today. Love to yeah. see that. Three hits by Sawinski today. Two more hits by Cal Mitchell today, both doubles. Um, yeah, it was it was a really well played game by by the youngsters, and so that's that's what you're looking for this last month of the season is just. Okay, you know, Cruz needs to just continue staying comfortable so that we feel really good about going into the 2023 season with him mm-hmm. as shortstop. You know, can Rodolfo Castro put get a get a leg up and kind of get a stranglehold on that second base position, right, going into next year? Like, is Rodolfo Castro going to be our second baseman next year? I think that question, you know, can be answered this month. Um, and then, you know, you want to see Sawinski end the year on a, on a right. high note. You want to see if Cal Mitchell can give you something. Um, yeah. And, and all, all four of those guys today performed like you'd want to see them. 
Yeah, I think the one I was slightly encouraged by the most was Sawinski, though. Mm-hmm. He's he does seem to be in that in between of the old like 2019 launch angle era swing and the old school put the ball in play. He yeah. seemed to have a lot more control of that tonight. We saw him getting better counts. He's still taking the hacks there early in counts, but he's not as exaggerated with the leg kick with two strikes. We're seeing a little bit of a two strike approach. We haven't, I mean, he's still striking out a, an enormous rate since he's come back up. It's been better than it was. I mean, before. it's still like 29%. Yeah, but it it's, was, it's not great, but yeah. tonight we started to see a little bit, I think, hopefully. And I, we're on the same page. Neither of us are big Sawinski believers. I think he's a fourth outfielder at best. But he's a guy that there is something there with him. He could be a right fielder on a pretty good team because there's a power there. He plays good defense. If he can cut strikeouts down, he could be a very viable major leaguer. Yeah, I mean, season line after his 3-for-4 performance today, he averaged up to 209. It was When he got sent down, it was all the way down to 198. So averages up a yeah. little bit since being called up. Um, OBP, just a little bit below 300, 294, which is, geez, it's like almost league average at this point. Um, <laughs> and then uh, slugging 419. So uh, averages up a little bit from when he got sent down. Um, OBP's up a little bit. Slugging is a little bit down. This was his first home run since his call-up. Um, but I like that they're putting him out there every day. I like that they're giving him a lot of playing time right now because mm-hmm. I think that's just like that, that's what he needs. Like We need to see more major league pitching um, from Swinski. And, uh, yeah, it was nice to see see that that out of him today. Um, like I said, this is, this is one of those games where, like, you always want to win the game, right? But when you're 51 and 87 and it's a foregone conclusion that you're going to lose like two thirds of your games, when you're going to lose, at least this is the kind of stuff I want to see. Right. right. Like I want to see the guys who have a future perform and, and, and advance and, and execute. Um, and, and they did that today. So, you know, for a loss, never really happy about a loss, but I'm happy with what I saw out of select people who are the interesting people to watch right now. Yeah. And then the other guy, the highlight I think would be Cal Mitchell. He's been pretty good at the plate since he's come back up. His strikeout rate has taken a nice cut. He's putting together really good at bats. The, I mean, the big problem with him is that he just is not a good right fielder. He's terrible out there. So awful defense. He's so bad defensively. But he in the since he came back on September second, mm-hmm. he's put together really good at bats. His strikeout rates down below twenty percent. Slugging's up there. I mean, he's hitting well. He just plays such a bad right field. Yeah, nine for twenty two since being called up, um, yeah. with uh, those two doubles today. So. Yeah, the defense is is rough for sure, um, and and like I said, I I don't I don't know yet 
about Mitchell. Like, I, I guess I still need to see more of him. He was really, really bad there for a while uh, before being sent down the last time. Um, but like, he has he has crushed the ball in AAA this year, right? And he's still just 23 years old. Again, defensively, I don't know if he's got a position. So I think if like if Cal Mitchell is going to be a productive major leaguer, he's gonna have to hit. Like he can't just be Yeah. He can't even be just a league average hitter because he's gotta be a good hitter. Yeah, like a league average hitter who doesn't bring anything to the table defensively isn't a good player, right? Um so like he's he's gonna have to hit um in order to in order to be productive. Uh and he's doing that since being called up. He's this was his seventh game and he's recorded a hit in six of those seven games. Um but yeah just continue to play him. At this point, there's no reason not to play him and Sawinski every day. Yeah, I think we're beyond the Marcano stage of having to toss him out in the corner outfield spot every day. Yeah, I mean, if, you know, give him give him some at bats every now and then. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't hate if you give him at bats over Ben Gamble at this point. Right, there's no reason to play Ben Gam Ben Gamble. Yeah, I agree, but. There's no reason that Marcano should be in there over Sawinski or Mitchell at this point. So we brought up this point. Anthony says teach Mitchell first base. We brought up this point a little bit ago. And and like if he can hit, sure. Yeah. But like right now, he hasn't shown that he can hit enough to play first base. Yeah. He's gonna have to put together a good stretch. Yeah. More than a good stretch. Like maybe He's got to have a good end of the season, and then maybe you look into it in the offseason. Yeah. There's a lot of guys on this team that I'm looking forward to. Hopefully a good offseason. Yeah, so and, – and we'll probably talk about this a whole other episode, yeah. but there are a lot of guys here where, you know, I would love to see, you know, Cruz and Castro go play in, you know, lead on, you know, the Dominican Winter League. So I, I would love to see that. I'd love to see – um you know, some of these prospects who are close go to, to Arizona Fall League this this fall. Um, so I don't know necessarily. I feel like there's not enough. There's not a ton of opportunities like that for American players, you know, uh, unless you go overseas, which, you know, there's there's some leagues in Australia and things like that. But we'll like, we'll have a whole other yeah. podcast dedicated to that. But uh, but yeah, at this point, play Mitchell every day, play Sawinski every day. While you're at it, I'd I'd like Cabrian Hayes to just go to a new swing coach, and we figure this whole thing out. Because I I don't know how long I can live with a seventy million dollar bad offensive third baseman. See, you know, like Donardo and I talked about this the other day, and like I get that like he needs to be better offensively. Like, there's no doubt about it. He needs to be better, okay? But, like, at the end of the day, like, a three-war player is a three-war player, no matter how he gives it to you. Like, wins are wins. If you if you, drive, if you if you create runs, you take away runs, they're the same. Like, I know, I know it's sexier to create runs than it is to save runs, right? Um, but at the end of the day, if you save a run, it's the same as creating a run. I mean, so it doesn't yeah, matter how you do it, 
Like that's fine, but his offense can't get much worse than it is right now. So let's just and, and I agree with you. So I think let's figure this out. Let's at least get league average, please. If he if he I mean we've said this all what long. what if were he, you doing as a rookie? Let's get back to that. I mean, we've said this all along. If he's a league average hitter, then you're talking about a four win play. Yeah. Right. Um right now he's going to be a three win player and he's hitting like shit. Yeah. So let's hit a little bit and then you can I mean you know, you'd be a good player. To be honest, it's not as dramatic if he's on a good team because then he could not be in the five hole. Yeah. No, you're right. Or the two hole. I mean if you're back, if, if Key Brian Hayes is your number eight hitter, right? You're fine. Right. But yeah, I can live with that. If you're counting on him to be your number two or your number five hitter, it's yeah. different. Yeah. No, so, but I mean, uh, Hayes did have two walks today. I think those were his first walks in like two months or something stupid like that. Um, two walks today. First time he's, okay, so first time he's walked twice in a game since July 14th. Yeah, I mean, he's been kind of flying under the radar as very bad offensively. There's just not enough power in that bat. Uh, June, he had a 571 OPS. July, 614. August, 590. September, 558. That's bad. Very bad. He's he's very good defensively. Something's got to give here, though. No, I think we can all agree on that. Aside from that, I mean, I think the Pirates probably should have put up more runs because Flaherty looked terrible. Yeah, he hasn't really been the same ever since all of his injuries. Um, I think this is only. I, like I mean, I I very much enjoy Cardinals fans whenever he plays poorly because they just pull they political rip stuff. Rip they rip him. It's yeah. awesome. But uh, no, this was his fifth start of the year, second against the Pirates, um, and and the Pirates have, you know, played pretty well against him both times. But uh, yeah, it would have been nice to have to have added more against him. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you score five runs. Offense, I think, kind of did its job today. It was just the bullpen wasn't able to contain the Cardinals' offense. It really came down to just that that last inning, Will Crow against Paul Goldschmidt. He can't, he went out ahead of him 0-2 with two outs. Goldschmidt just kind of hung in there, hung in there, hung in there, fouled off pitches, fouled off pitches, and worked a walk. And that loaded the bases for Aaron Otto. Um, and at that point, Crow was in the high 20s in pitch count. Um, he didn't really look sharp the whole inning, but Aaron Otto – doubles down the line and that's the game at that point bases clearing double pirates go down by three bullpen gives up four runs today in three innings that you just you're not going to win too many games when that happens yeah well crows the stocks dropping on him but he's also been very overused at this point yep um we also saw stevens come in we i it's we saw flashes i think but it wasn't good I mean, the yeah, the stuff's there, but at this point, every if you're a right-handed reliever and you don't throw ninety-eight, like, I mean, he threw he throws hard. 
slider looked good. It's just it's another guy that mm. when you don't have a team that can figure it out, it's not going to go well. And this this organization at this point doesn't have something in place that it did at one point where guys came in and it got figured out. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's just that you look at this bullpen and it's just it's bad. I mean, he Shelton went to Underwood in the seventh, and I kind of joked about it, but then I was just like, well, like who in the hell else are you gonna go to, really? Like, <laughs> like Dwayne Underwood's their seventh inning guy. Like, he yeah, kind of is by default. Um, and I, then, I mean, I looked at Underwood coming in. I'm like, God, him again. I'm like, oh, I don't have anything. And then Stevenson goes out for the eighth with his 5.92 ERA. They're, it's bubble gum, duct tape, and super glue right now. Yep. But that's uh, that pretty much sums it up. Um, yeah. what I mean, are, we, we're under a month, right? Like, we're almost done. We're almost done. This let's is just, bad. Let's keep watching Cruz, Castro. Swinski and, and Mitchell see see what we got there. I just really I'm just heavily invested right now in just yeah. Cruz being more and more and more comfortable. Um, Cash pretty, <laughs> pretty much just shut it off after the fifth batter. Yeah, I mean, watch something else unless Mitch Keller or Ronzi are starting. Right. Yeah. Which speaking of tomorrow, uh, rubber match of the series, uh, Mitch Keller versus Jose Quintana. So old buddy Jose Quintana, who I don't believe the Cardinals have lost a game. Wait, hold on, one. So the Cardinals are six and one in Jose Quintana starts since being acquired. Uh, six and one. Um, yeah. So Quintana against Keller tomorrow. Um, I will not be watching. Full disclosure. It is a one thirty game. There, I will be tied up. There, there, there's another thing going on tomorrow. Yeah. That Little we'll, busy. We'll be watching instead, you know, with the NFL. <laughs> um, I will not be watching tomorrow either. I got to actually hop on a plane here in like six hours. So, yeah, I will be about six beers deep by that point. Okay. I'll we'll be just go beer. six. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm going. I'll, I'll be. I'll be on a plane heading to Houston tomorrow. Um, I do get to see Mike Trout play the Astros mm-hmm. tomorrow, though, so that's fun. Fun with that. No, so Pirates, Pirates, Cardinals tomorrow. Our old buddy Jose Quintana. What's your prediction, Jose Quintana? What's he going to do to us? Mm, probably five and two, five innings, two runs. He hasn't given up more than two in a in a Cardinal start yet, so that would seems out. like a it seems like a Quintana start, like five yeah. innings, two runs seems that, typical. That checks out. So O'Neill Cruz will hit a laser somewhere if he plays. Yeah, I mean he hasn't had an off day in a while, so maybe that's maybe they give him an off day tomorrow. I don't know, but if Cruz does not play, it's just like six innings, no runs. Because I don't know. I don't care it anyhow because I'm not watching because Steelers are on. There you go. All right. Well, um, 
that's all we got. Again, Pirates drop uh, the game to the Cardinals, seven to five. They move to a little win, a lot, fifty-one and eighty-seven on the season. So. It got uh, bad real quick. Yeah, they got bad, but uh, that'll be that'll be it for tonight. Again, tomorrow, one thirty-five start. Keller, Quintana, and Sealer game at one. So. Yeah, I think Denardo's doing the post game. He's an idiot. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be all Denardo because he doesn't watch football. Apparently, weird guy. Yeah, Dolphins suck. So he was talking about weird TV shows today. Yeah. He was yeah. talking about Cobra Kai. Well, yeah, we're like, what are you doing? College, college football's on. What are you watching? To be fair, you were telling us about some like Dabney or I don't know Dubotan. I was just giving you horse betting advice. I don't know what you were saying. Yeah, I was just giving you gambling advice. And you said something thing, about Vegas Magic and honestly, Tong. It's a good thing that you didn't take it because it didn't go well. I didn't know what words yeah. you were speaking. It didn't go well. So we're not going to talk about it because it was bad. All right. Perfect. All right. That's all I got. Let's go home. See you guys. Peace out, Chris Scouts.